In the past two years, various media have warned us that planet Earth, with all life on it, is in extreme danger. Will we survive as a civilization? In 2006, ABC News produced a program titled Last Days on Earth. They state, Last Days on Earth takes viewers inside seven of the deadliest threats to humanity. Some have the power to render us extinct. Others can destroy the planet. All could entail the end of our civilization. These deadliest threats include nuclear war, supervolcanoes, asteroids, and plague. The CNN series titled Planet in Peril featured wholesale destruction of forests and increasing numbers of extinct animal species. In presenting major threats to our planet, the History Channel declared the week of October 22, 2007, Armageddon Week. Former U.S. Vice President and Nobel Prize winner Al Gore produced the movie An Inconvenient Truth. He stated, quote, We have to act together to solve this global crisis. Our ability to live is what is at stake, end of quote. Another movie titled The Eleventh Hour, produced and narrated by Leonardo DiCaprio, stated in its promotion, quote, The tragedy is the potential extinction of mankind. And not only is it the 11th hour, it is 11.59. My friends, how much warning do we need? Are these dangers leading to the end of the world? What does Bible prophecy reveal? Many of these dangers will lead mankind to the climax of prophecy, the end of the world, the end of this age, and the prophetic day of the Lord. What is the day of the Lord? You need to know. Stay tuned. Warm greetings to all our friends around the world. World events and Bible prophecy clearly show that we are in the end times. We are nearing the end of the age, the end of this world society. And the second coming of the Messiah, Jesus Christ, is fast approaching. Jesus prophesied that unless he intervened, no flesh would be saved alive. The atomic bombs dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki in 1945 ushered in a new age of mass destruction. Nuclear weapons can now destroy all life on planet Earth. As regular viewers of Tomorrow's World know, the book of Revelation reveals the sequence of events leading up to the second coming. The prophetic time period known as the Day of the Lord precedes the end of this age. What happens during the Day of the Lord? Just what is the Day of the Lord? On today's program, we'll answer those questions, and we'll be offering you an exciting one-hour audio CD titled, The Day of the Lord. Be sure to write down the telephone number and address to order your free copy. You can also order this exciting free audio CD on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. This audio CD covers much more information than we have time for in this program. Be sure to request your free copy. The prophetic day of the Lord is a major prophetic event that will affect the lives of every human being on earth, 
You need to understand the meaning of the day of the Lord, its powerful significance, and its place in prophecy. The great prophets of the Bible, Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel, spoke about it. The so-called minor prophets in your Bible, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Zephaniah, Zechariah, and Malachi, also emphasized this event. Even the apostles Peter and Paul wrote about it. How does the day of the Lord fit into the framework of Bible prophecy? On Tomorrow's World, we encourage you to follow along with us in your Bible. So if you have your Bible, always have it handy when you tune into the program. If you have your Bible with you, open it up to the book of Joel. Joel is near the end of the Old Testament, the second of the so-called minor prophets. Notice Joel's sobering warning in Joel 2, verse 1. Blow the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming, for it is at hand, a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness, like the morning clouds spread over the mountains. A people come great and strong, the like of whom has never been, nor will there ever be any such after them, even for many successive generations." The trumpet is used to sound an alarm, to help people prepare for major battles, or as described here, an invading army. Here the prophet Joel warns of a unique time in all history, Joel 2 and verse 2. A people come, great and strong, the like of whom has never been, nor will there ever be any such after them, even for many successive generations. The following verses describe terrible destruction, a scorched earth policy. Everything is left desolate. Joel 2 and verse 3. A fire devours before them, and behind them a flame burns. The land is like the Garden of Eden before them, and behind them a desolate wilderness. Surely nothing shall escape them. During the day of the Lord, the invading armies will burn vast territories, Humanity will also see incredible disruption of the heavens as well as total destruction on the land. Joel 2 and verse 10. The earth quakes before them. The heavens tremble. The sun and moon grow dark and the stars diminish their brightness. The Lord gives voice before his army. For his camp is very great. For strong is the one who executes his word. For the day of the Lord is great and very terrible. Who can endure it? God calls this his army. Almighty God will intervene in human affairs in a dramatic way. Major wars will erupt during the time when God executes judgments on the nations. Turn to Joel, the first chapter. Not only will military weapons destroy vast regions, incredible ecological devastation will destroy agriculture. Joel 1 and verse 4. What the chewing locust left, the swarming locust has eaten. What the swarming locust left, the crawling locust has eaten. And what the crawling locust left, the consuming locust has eaten. In the future, the insect plague some nations experience today will seem minor by comparison. When God brings punishments upon the rebellious nations in the future day of the Lord... He will call upon the nations to humble themselves and repent. Of course, you and I don't have to wait until then. Turn to Joel 1 and verse 14. Consecrate a fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land into the house of the Lord your God, and cry out to the Lord, Alas for the day, 
for the day of the Lord is at hand. It shall come as a destruction from the Almighty. So just what is the day of the Lord? It's the period of time of God's judgment on the nations. It's the time when Almighty God begins to intervene more directly and powerfully in the affairs of humanity. One Bible dictionary defines the day of the Lord as follows, quote, the time when God reveals his sovereignty over human powers and human existence, end of quote. The next question we need to consider is how does the day of the Lord fit into the framework of prophetic events? We'll answer that question in the next part of the program. But first, I'd like to offer you our exciting free audio CD titled, The Day of the Lord. Over 30 prophecies in the Bible reveal future events in the prophetic time period called the Day of the Lord. The book of Revelation, or the apocalypse in your Bible, particularly gives details of this dramatic and prophetic time. Many of you will be alive during the soon coming Day of the Lord. You need to know the future and what impact the Day of the Lord will have on your life. Just what is the Day of the Lord? The prophetic Day of the Lord is the one year preceding the return of Christ. In fact, the seventh seal of Revelation describes the day of the Lord. That one-year period consists of seven trumpet plagues or judgments leading up to the return of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. The seventh trumpet consists of the seven last plagues. Our free audio CD, The Day of the Lord, will give you more information than we have time for in this program. This free audio CD will help you in your study of Bible prophecy in your own time and at your own convenience. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free audio CD, The Day of the Lord. This informative audio CD is yours absolutely free, no cost, no obligation, if you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number, once again, is 1-800-718-4800. Or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World Magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. The book of Revelation, or the Apocalypse, gives us a perspective on the sequence of prophetic milestones. Now, how does the day of the Lord fit into the framework of Bible prophecy? If you have your Bible, turn to Revelation 1, verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants things which must shortly take place. And he said and signified it by his angel to his servant John. Now notice verse 7. Behold, he is coming with clouds, and every eye will see him, even they who pierced him. And all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so, amen. The apostle John was writing in the late first century A.D., and he was given this revelation by Christ. John was projected in vision to see the end-time events leading up to the day of the Lord. As John sees Jesus opening the seals to the book, we read their descriptions in Revelation, the sixth chapter. The first four seals are known as the four horsemen of the apocalypse. 
The first horse, the white horse and his rider, represent false religion, false Christs. Jesus himself points out the sequence of these end-time events in the Olivet Prophecy in Matthew 24. We've explained this convergence on previous programs. The second seal reveals a horseman riding a red horse with the power to take peace from the earth. The third seal presents a rider on a black horse, representing the scarcity of food and resulting famine. The fourth seal shows a rider on a pale horse. They have power to kill billions of humans over one-fourth of the earth. Jesus spoke of the pestilence that normally follows on the heels of famine. The four horsemen will intensify their ride as we get closer to the day of the Lord. Jesus said in the Olivet Prophecy, Matthew 24 and verse 7, For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. Drought conditions lead to famine and pestilence. Almighty God, through the prophet Amos, warned his people to repent and return to a close relationship with him. Amos 4 and verse 7. I also withheld rain from you when there were still three months to the harvest. I made it rain on one city. I withheld rain from another city. One part was rained upon, and where it did not rain, the part withered. So two or three cities wandered to another city to drink water, but they were not satisfied. Yet you have not returned to me, says the Lord. In 2007, the U.S. drought monitor map depicted several western states from Mexico to Canada experiencing severe and extreme drought. Drought conditions in Southern California late last year supported extensive fires, destroying more than 500,000 acres and at least 1,700 homes. Firefighters describe the fires as an out-of-control inferno. One firefighter stated it was like Armageddon. The U.S. Drought Monitor reported that several southeastern states not only experienced severe and extreme drought, but the ultimate exceptional drought. Australia, the United States, and other parts of the world are facing extreme and exceptional drought. What are the other deadly threats to planet Earth? Bible prophecy also warns us of future wars. As Jesus said in Matthew 24 and verse 7, For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. My friends, we're living in that period called the end time. It's prophesied in your Bible. In the 20th century, we experienced World War I and World War II. Millions also suffered from wars in Korea, Vietnam, Cambodia, the Middle East, and other regions around the world. The 2006 Conflict Barometer, published by the Heidelberg Institute for International Conflict Research, gives this sobering report. Quote, in 2006, there were 278 political conflicts. Six of these were wars and 29 severe crises, amounting to a total of 35 conflicts carried out with a massive amount of violence. Eighty-three conflicts were classified as crises, meaning violence was used only occasionally. Altogether, 118 conflicts were carried out violently. End of quote. Will all nations of the world become peaceful in the next decade, or will we continue to face the portent of nuclear war and terrifying weapons of mass destruction? Jesus prophesied in Matthew 24 and verse 21, 
For then there shall be great tribulation, such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time. No, nor ever shall be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Unless God intervenes, no flesh, no life on planet earth will survive. That's the sobering reality. My friends, the history of mankind demonstrates that nations will use whatever weapons of war they have to gain territory and conquer other nations. Since 1947, the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists has symbolized world nuclear danger and, quote, the state of international security by its doomsday clock. On January 17, 2007, the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists moved the minute hand of the doomsday clock, its symbol of nuclear peril, two minutes closer to midnight. The minute hand moved from seven minutes to midnight to five minutes to midnight. The bulletin announced, quote, We stand at the brink of a second nuclear age. Not since the first atomic bombs were dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki has the world faced such perilous choices, end of quote. My friends, will we see the doomsday clock move to midnight? Bible prophecy reveals the answer. Unless Jesus Christ returns to save mankind from himself, no flesh will survive. But the good news is, the Messiah will return as King of kings and Lord of lords. He will establish world peace under the kingdom of God, the government of God. Now, where does the day of the Lord fit in the sequence of prophetic events? You and I will see the four horsemen of the apocalypse intensify their ride with increasing global impact as time goes on. As we saw earlier, these four horsemen are revealed in Revelation chapter 6 as Christ opens the first four seals. Now, what happens when the fifth seal is opened? Turn to Revelation 6 and verse 9. Christ opens the fifth seal in Revelation 6 and verse 9. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. The fifth seal describes the martyrdom of saints, true Christians. In the first century, the emperor Nero violently persecuted Christians and put them to death. A major end-time persecution of saints is also predicted by this fifth seal. Then Jesus opens the sixth seal revealing the heavenly signs that will shock people all over the earth. Revelation 6 and verse 12. I looked when he opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became like blood, and the stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops its late figs when it is shaken by a mighty wind. Then the sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. As the Apostle John saw in vision, every mountain and island was moved out of its place. In October of 2005, a magnitude 7.6 earthquake struck Pakistan, leaving nearly 90,000 dead and more than 3 million homeless. In August 2005, Hurricane Katrina devastated the city of New Orleans, and disrupted millions of lives along the U.S. Gulf Coast. On December 26, 2004, the 9.1 magnitude Sumatra earthquake and the resulting tsunami killed more than 280,000 across South Asia. The sixth seal consists of 
cosmic disturbances, or the heavenly signs? What are the major events that follow? We'll answer that question in the next part of our program. But first, I'd like to offer you our exciting free audio CD titled, The Day of the Lord. The prophetic day of the Lord is the one year preceding the return of Christ. Isaiah 34.8 and Isaiah 63.4 show that the day of the Lord in end-time prophecy, the time preceding the second coming, is a period of one year. You might want to write down those references, Isaiah 34.8 and Isaiah 63.4. The seventh seal of Revelation describes the day of the Lord. That one-year period consists of seven trumpet plagues or judgments leading up to the return of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. The seventh trumpet consists of the seven last plagues. My friends, over 30 prophecies in the Bible reveal future events in the prophetic time period called the Day of the Lord. You need to understand the prophetic events leading up to the Day of the Lord. This free audio CD will help you identify the prophetic signs, some of which right now are being fulfilled before your very eyes. You need this information. This exciting audio CD will give you prophetic details about your future and the future of the world. So pick up the telephone right now and request your exciting free audio CD titled, The Day of the Lord. You can also order your free audio CD on our website at tomorrowsworld.org, or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. This informative audio CD is yours absolutely free, no cost, no obligation, if you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number, once again, is 1-800-718-4800. Or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. As we saw in Revelation 6:12. The heavenly signs introduce the day of the Lord, the time of God's wrath and judgment on an unthankful, rebellious world. Jesus Christ, called the Lamb of God, will be wrathful. He will execute God's righteous judgments. The day of the Lord here in Revelation 6, verse 17, is called the great day of His wrath. The seventh seal of Revelation describes the day of the Lord, and the seventh seal consists of seven major prophetic events introduced by the trumpets. Let's notice that in Revelation 8 and verse 1. When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. These are also called the seven trumpet plagues. They comprise the day of the Lord leading up to the second coming of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. The Apostle John writes about the first four trumpets in Revelation 8, verses 7 through 13. They describe ecological disaster. One-third of all trees are burned up, and all green grass is burned up. One-third of all living creatures in the sea die. One-third of ocean-going ships are destroyed. One-third of rivers and springs become poisonous. 
One third of the sun, moon, and stars become darkened. Yes, all nations on earth will come to judgment, but God's judgment on the nations will ultimately end in world peace. My friends, what is the solution to world wars, violence, and conflicts? The solution to the world's problems is the return of Jesus Christ to rule all nations and to teach all nations the way to peace. As it says in Micah 4 and verse 3, Jesus Christ, the King of kings, will judge between many peoples and rebuke strong nations afar off. Christ will judge the nations during the day of the Lord and beyond. We saw in Revelation 8 and verse 1 that the first four trumpets announce ecological devastation. What else happens during the day of the Lord? Remember that during the day of the Lord, seven trumpets sound and announce God's judgments on the nations. Turn in your Bible to Revelation 8 and verse 13. At this point in time, four of the seven trumpets have sounded. Three trumpet plagues remain. Revelation 8 and verse 13. And I looked, and I heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth, because of the remaining blasts of the trumpet of the three angels who are about to sound. The last three trumpet plagues are called woes. The word woe is an exclamation of grief. The first woe, or the fifth trumpet plague, is described in chapter 9. The fifth angel sounds a trumpet that begins a military action that lasts five months. The second woe, or the sixth trumpet plague, is pictured with symbols of horses and horsemen. Here we see an intense military counterattack. Finally, the sounding of the last trumpet, the seventh trumpet, is the good news genuine Christians long to hear. You can read about it in Revelation 11, verse 15. It announces the establishment of the kingdom of God on earth and the return of Jesus Christ. At this last trumpet, faithful saints waiting in their graves are resurrected to reign under Jesus Christ. You can read about that in 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 52. My friends, you need to be preparing for that time. You need to prepare for tomorrow's world of peace and the kingdom of God on earth. And you need to study the prophecies of your Bible. Again, my friends, be sure to request your exciting free audio CD titled, The Day of the Lord. This audio CD will help you in your study of Bible prophecy and help you prepare for the future. We invite you to join us every week on Tomorrow's World program. Roderick Meredith and I will continue to share with you the teachings of Jesus Christ and the exciting end-time prophecies and their meaning. We also invite you to join our guest presenters, Wallace Smith and Rod King. They'll continue to give you special perspectives on Bible prophecy, biblical truth, and Christian living. So be sure to join us again next week right here at this same time. This informative audio CD is yours absolutely free, no cost, no obligation, if you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. To view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org.
preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.